So I completely forgot to release the episode yesterday. Like, completely forgot. So now I'm up here at work recording the intro to this on my laptop's built-in microphone. So if you are a new listener to the show, I promise you the quality will increase after the majorious music majoriously given to us by the majorious Jared. Also, if you're a new listener, you're probably wondering, who the fuck are we? Why the fuck should I care? Well, we're the fuckers who decided to get off of our asses and create something for free to give to you. Who are you to judge us, once sitting there not accomplishing anything? Sitting there smugly like waiting for art or content or whatever to be given to you. We're doers. You're sitters. Also, if that cursing didn't turn you off, you're in a good situation for the rest of this episode. An episode that occasionally gets political. An episode that's hopefully funny. What do we talk about? Listen and find out. You'll never know. Otherwise, each week it's a different topic. At least we hope it's a different topic. Realistically, it's probably actually a lot of the same topic, just dressed up in a different format. Probably space elevators. Probably like Carl Sagan. Probably Cody being all libertarian about something or other. Um, actually, I don't know at all what we talk about in this, other than one specific thing, which you'll hear in a minute. That really is the only truth to this, except for the fact that everything in it is truth. This isn't a fiction-based podcast. We don't do those. So sit down, prepare yourself for podcasting, and listen in as friends you've never met talk to you about their lives, hopefully entertain you, and while you contemplate that, here's that majorious music I promised you. Everybody, and welcome to another week of board shenanigans. As always, I am joined by the venerable Reverend Ryan Brewer, a man who is leading the one-man war to prove that pedophilia is in fact a sexual orientation. And I am joined by Cody Jeems. Unlike gravity, pain in the assness doesn't follow the inverse square law of distance, and he is an example of that. <laughs> Oh man, you've really been bringing those lately. I know. I mean, well, after after last week's one, I really had to step up my game and spend an entire seven days uh, determining how the next insult would be. I'm glad that you did that, and I think yeah. our listeners appreciate you putting out that kind of effort because they appreciate you insulting me in scientific and high and high browed manners. <laughs> yes, uh, unlike the low browed ones, like oh look, he likes he likes tiny children and wants to fuck them. That was manners. a joke. Yes. Yes, I, I, I wasn't denying that that's what it was. <laughs> and just like, once again proving, like, like, oh, look, I, look, I'm just going to call him out on the fact that he knows things. Like, what? <laughs> Fuck um, you and your knowing of things. No. Nah. Anyway. So, Brewer, anything wonderful and or exciting happened to you this week? Oh, Oh God! Did it so many things exciting and wonderful and, and and wonderful and exciting happened to me this week? Like I don't I don't even know if I if I can tell any of them because it would just if I start on one it would, I would start on many. <laughs> it's been a long and stressful week, Cody. I, I can't relive it. Like there would be some sort of post traumatic stress disorder if I went through. And told you of what happened. I would have flashbacks. There would be crying and screaming. The revelations that people would be able to fill in their souls would shock them to their very core. It would make them feel feelings and thoughts about their life, their sexual orientation, their deep-seated choice in pants that they could never undo. 
and I must refrain from hurting myself and them from telling them what happened. But I do know, once I feel we can all come to terms with ha- what happened this week, and me personally, I feel I will tell you about it. So stay tuned in the future for, for the tales, the tales of all tales, the best of tales, in fact, that Borshenagans could ever spend, spin, or, or spend, we'll, 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 we'll use it as a form of currency. Yes, we will use it in a form of currency for your, for your enlightenment. Um, the tales of what happened to, to Brewer between, uh, the 3rd of May and the 10th of May. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry to drudge up painful memories for you. Painful, uh, that- exciting, terrifying, enlightening, fascinating, colorful, blueberry, waterslide tales. So that, that uh, wasn't a blueberry waterslide. Those are two separate instances. Oh, I was hoping it was a blueberry waterslide. Yeah. No, no. I don't know. So what I'll- happened to you this week, Cody? Well, a lot, lot of things. I, I, I yes. don't know if I can start on one of them if I don't have to start on all of them. But, uh, <laughs> whatever, yeah. whatever you said. Uh, one thing that Brewer brought to my attention quite some time ago that I frankly... That wasn't per- this week. The, yeah, the one thing that wasn't this week that I made become this week because I did the necessary research uh, whenever because <laughs> he wanted to talk about it like six episodes ago and I failed. And so now to redeem myself slightly... um. Brewer sent me this video and asked me if I had heard of the concept of solar freaking roadways. Solar freaking roadways? Solar freaking roadways. Oh, yes. Now, now what I are was, they? I was unaware of this concept, but essentially, from what I've gathered, is it's a series of roads that instead of being made of gravel and asphalt, they are going to be made of solar panels you that would gather light and would would you know store would store energy as like a it's a solar panel essentially it would store energy in whatever backup system or grid that they're calling it and it would have LED lights on it as opposed to being painted it could and it would be like miles and miles of this and would end the need for uh, any kind oh, of everything power, you would power plant power would, plants uh, headlights uh, end head lice for that matter I mean there, there would be tax scores across the nation I mean you um, wouldn't have you wouldn't have low, it would low feed resale the value children. on your home. Um, like your soup would Donuts always would be fall warm. From the sky Hell, you walk into a room and your soup would get eaten. Yeah, uh, I mean, all, all like there would never, everything. Yeah, there you, would never would be everything dis- for you. It would give you a massage and a hand job at the same time. Uh, yeah, it's, opposed to a happy ending, it's a happy during and, and middle. Beginning. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there'd be there'd be all there'd be all things of that. Yeah, it's yeah, the greatest it's a, thing ever. I mean, it would stop your doors from squeaking. It, and keep your keep anyway, your shirts pressed. Yeah, in this video he sent me, it is it goes and it goes into like one. I have to admit, I hated the presentation of it. I hate, and I know now lately, on a scale from one to mirror mask, how bad was it? Um, it wasn't quite level of mirror mask bad, but it was like that pandery level of of presentation that really pisses me off where it's a lot more style over substance which I really dislike because if you have something that actually is this show it working we don't need a flashy thing anyway, oh, are you telling me you don't like like cartoon meme drawings or anything like that or I don't mind cartoon meme drawings but I'd much rather like if you have a thing that's going to revolutionize the goddamn world show the thing and how it would revolutionize the goddamn world don't just talk about it and analyze it anyway which, I I feel we should also almost point out the fact that this video is almost a year old. 
Right. But and, and and maybe maybe not that bad. But you know, this came up while since we've been doing this podcast, and you know, I would have brought it up back when it was new and fresh. But I thought, well, it took so long to get around to it then that oh, everyone knows about this by now, and you know, oh, they all know that the, the silliness, and they've all heard the story of this. But apparently not, because I, well, when I sent Cody the thing saying, hey, let's do this, because it was like the third person that week to bring it up again, and I'm like, oh, what the hell? And I finally had to go off on one of them, because that happens. So sorry if you were the one I went off on. I'm like, fine, I gotta, you know, I've gotta talk about this and stop it, and I've gotta let people know, no! I mean, mean, and... And honestly, I'm really glad that Brewer brought this to my attention, because this is the kind of bullshit that we really, really hate on this show. Like, not just as the board shenanigans, as board shenanigans inclusive ink or whatever the fuck. Like, I hate this kind of crap, and I know Brewer, this shit pisses him off too. This is total, like, snake oil level bullshit. It's pseudoscience, it's not proven, it's a con game, it's fucking bullshit. Well, see, now, what it, yeah, what it is, is, um, because I, I know many of you asking you what solar freaking robots, what are they? Um, uh, well, I, it's, they're one of these things where somebody thought, like, hey, I know it'll solve a problem, but I don't know anything about this, but this is the answer. You know, a, a lot like, you know, like how, like, hmm, you know, I could come up with a, it, it's almost like let's try to reinvent the wheel, but we've never actually heard of what a wheel is. Yeah, I, I guess a, that's the way to a, put it. That's a very fair comparison. Or like reinvent the way of moving things, but haven't heard of a wheel. I guess. Um, like sleds are great, aren't they? If only we could make them better. Um, I it, it it's this very simplistic, like like oh yes, your common knowledge, every man man on the street knowledge could figure this out and solve the world. Which I guess maybe it can occasionally, but this is not one of them. And more more so, the fact that they couldn't you know realize it is what's interesting. And they're like, no, no, they 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 put their chip down and were, were unwilling to pull it back up. I guess is a way to put it. Like, um, so these these solar freaking roadways, um, which is apparently the technical name for them. So. And only because he says it at least 800 times in the video. Yes, at every place where they talk about it, it is said over and over again as well to make fun of them. So, why should we stop? Um, <laughs> you know, let's just use their own terminology as a bad thing. The idea is, if you didn't get it in our weird rant at the beginning of this, was... So, roads are everywhere, right? And roads underneath the sun a lot. What if they could be harnessed as a form of energy? Great, right? Yeah, sweet. That's, that's cool. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, I, I like energy. I like roads. Um, I, Rome they are not with this building of roads idea. I, I think, like, the initial premise is entirely wrong. And, first of all, like I said, there are solar panels in the road, and, you know, like, well, how does that work? Because they break, so you have to put this big fancy glass on top of them. And we all like driving on glass, right? So they're like, oh no, we have to do this weird texture thing. And then in this video, which is the most interesting part of it, they're like, yes, yes, you know, because we're, we have our prototype here that these, this, this husband and wife who admit in there at least once, if not twice, that they are not engineers or scientists. And basically but, you should trust them because they're nice people, not because of their, like, knowledge of engineering or anything. Yeah. And then they've been always been trying to make the world a greener, happier place, right? Well, one, you see them apparently recycling glass right in the video, which is, this is right where you know it's falling apart. Like, you see them, like, with ground-up beads of glass of, of all shapes and sizes and colors and textures, and they're, like, shoveling it into some sort of thing, which, first of all, okay, let's assume that whatever it is, they also invented some sort of new fangled miniaturized glass reprocessing who's-ma-jig, right? I don't know exactly how you get clear glass from blue glass and red glass and orange glass and green glass, 
Um, because I don't think you do. And from everything I've read, you don't. So therein lies, it's just like, hey, look at this. We're doing the work right here. And then we see them, you know, with their fancy tiles, which have these solar panels in them. And, you know, they're promising everything. The legit things that they're promising is like, oh, hey, it'll be like, you know, it's got these LEDs so you can reprogram lines and things on the road. Like, hey, because everyone needs to reprogram the lines on the road because road lines change so oftenly, right? I mean, Cody, like how many times have you been driving down the street and you realize you're like, you know what? About every three or four months, they have to repaint this because they're like well they wanted a double yellow line here now they want like a dash line now they want like it only solid on one side right wouldn't it be nice if we could have some pink zigzag lines this week yeah, yeah, I mean, they're always changing the lines on this thing. Yeah, isn't that something? Well, so they have these LEDs in them that can do that. And, you know, they show a little small stretch of it set up. And they're driving their little tractor. And I must say, they're very tiny tractor across it. Like, a tractette. It's so small. It's basically a lawnmower. I mean, and they're like, oh, look, obviously it works. Because, look... There's a tractor, and it's got these big knobby tires that are <laughs> that are perfect for driving on something like this. And, you know, I don't know. And you know, then they're also promising it that they're like, you know what? It's it, they're heated, so you won't like you won't have to worry about like you know w- places where it snows and stuff. Well, they'll they'll heat up and melt the snow away and evaporate it, and, and there'll be no snow on the roads then too, because you know that's bad. And you're like, oh yes, and they'll have these corridors so all like underneath it, so like all like the data lines and power lines will run under the run underneath the uh, road and you know it's like oh there's all these things it's gonna do and like it's gonna change the world well cody as an electrician what problems do you see with all this okay one problem one biggest fucking thing that nobody seems to understand solar electricity is not a fucking efficient system it's not it doesn't produce near the amount that everybody claims or wishes or hopes that it does. I don't oh, but know. Cody, it's covering everything. You forget about this. Yeah, the efficiencies are totally offset by the fact that it's fucking everywhere. Oh, oh, geez, oh, it's, oh, it's so, freaking everywhere. And 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 the problem with it being freaking everywhere is that well, it has to be stored in something. Well, the only way that you can store it is you have to store it in a battery system. Well, then you'd have to convert it from the battery system back well, no, onto the storing fl- it directly into the grid. But you, it doesn't work that way. You can't just store. You either use it or you lose it. You don't just get to fucking hang on to electricity. It doesn't just hang out. Like, you have to store it into some type of battery system or some type of capacitor or something. You have to send it somewhere. Other major issues, like that, like, I was watching it and I literally was pulling my hair out. And I have a fucking buzz cut, so you can imagine how painful this was for me. But people get this, like, have this notion in general that solar energy is gonna be the primary energy source. Now, it has a place as a somewhat of a supplemental injury. injury. Uh, I mean, I think in, for the, in, there's future potential that maybe, yes, it'll get figured out. One, one, like I said, more in the, I think the microwave realm is the, still the best way to do it. The solar panels in space beaming it down. Right, but I, but just as a, as like a current thing, the technology is too young and it's too in- it's too inefficient to really be practical. It really, really, truly is. But let's ignore that logic for a minute. Other thing that just blows my fucking mind with this is okay. So then we're gonna take then we're gonna take the Highline system and we're gonna put it underground because it's not like that already exists in a lot of places. I mean, people have this notion that all Highlines are everywhere. There's a whole lot of power that's already underground. It's a pretty common thing actually. It's either un 
hundred. It's either like I guarantee you, like all of you listeners out outside, you can walk outside your house and there's a fifty fifty shot. Either you're gonna there's gonna be a power drop coming in from the overhead, or there's gonna be an underground coming into your house. It's pretty fucking common. So wait, are you telling me that there's no like metaphysical way that power gets into your house, Cody? Like there's not a portal in the air that shoots out of like like like, I mean. Now I know we're talking about like you know very simple logic that they're failing at, but what's the other option, Cody? I mean, like like it's either in the air or the ground. Like what do you mean? Like electricity doesn't run on like a guy comes up and knocks on your door. Like is there an electricity delivery man? He gives you like leaves bottles on your step of electricity. It 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 doesn't run on fucking credit. I mean, it has to physically be hooked up to something, and just that that. I mean, oh my god, like that notion is complete and utter for propriety. I mean, this is total like ooh. Here's a concept, and let's just like wiggle our tiddlywink hands, and it'll fucking poof happen with unicorns. I mean, it's that level of bullshit that is proposed in this. And then, and then the other thing that really, really pissed me off with this is you're sitting there watching, and it's like, oh, well, then it could all be wired from underneath. Do you realize the amount, the size of wire that's going to be necessary to move like any form of power from point A to point B? Do you yeah, because that's how- one of the big problems is is that it's going to be such incredibly low voltage that's got to be stepped up and stepped up and stepped up to get anywhere. Right, yeah, and it's not going to be enough to do anything. It's not gonna. It's not going to produce near the amount that's going to be necessary to do any of the things they want it to do. But somehow, like... Partially because, I mean, well, think about this, you know, it you, you have to put this big, thick glass on top of it. That's going to attenuate the, the, the sun a lot there. I mean... Which, which, that was the other thing that, like, really, like, I'm not a fucking road technician. I'm not anything fucking special. But what glass? What glass are we going to put on this? Like, the strong... Like, what are you going to possibly put this on? Like, what kind of plexiglass or whatever... Transparent are you, aluminum. Are you possibly going to put on this that's going to, like, hold this? Like, it's going to crack and break all the fucking time. Well, see, I mean, I don't think that... I mean, I think we have the glass technology to make glass that can be drove on. Um, but, but I don't think, I mean, the wear on it, the expense of it, you know, what, one of the greatest things about, you know, uh, about asphalt is, it's cheap. is it's stupidly cheap. And once again, it's just as green because half the time, guess what? When the asphalt breaks, they just dig it up, reprocess it and use it again. Right. Yeah. It's not... I mean, it's already it, like, a waste byproduct of its own self. And and that's the other thing, is we're doing this so that it's like, oh, well, let's be green. Okay, so let's take rocks and remove rocks and replace them with, like, synthetic glass and wiring and stuff that into the ground because that's more biodegradable. That's what's the way that nature intended things to be. And let's think for a minute the reason why roads aren't made of tiles anyways, tiles of asphalt. Because generally, when you see tiles of things and their pressure is applied on them, it's not going to be equally distributed, you know, across the whole thing at the beginning. It's going to hit, it's going to hit the beginning and it's going to hit the end. And then, so it's going to start create this rocking motion on these tiles that eventually are going to work their way loose or crack or slide underneath another one, you know, like plate tectonics style. Or, or we've all seen what like cobblestone streets look like. We've all seen what brick yeah. roads look like. They all look like hell because they've been beat the fuck down. Yeah. And, and realistically, the bigger the tile, the, the larger chance of this. And then, you know, one thing they're not talking about is what if someone just, you know, decides, hey, what? Guess what? I'm going to dig up that tile and take it to my house and use it for my own purposes. I mean, because it's a tile. 
I well, mean, you know, theft of these things, I, I feel, would be a, a thing to have to worry well, about. and not even theft of that, but copper's extremely expensive. Like, it's been stolen off of multiple jobs I've been on, or and it's a common thing. People steal it and go and recycle it. So what do you think's going to happen if you've got fucking copper in the roads? All you got to do is go dig it up, and there you go. Like, whatever miscreant wants to dig it up and go do whatever they want with it, that's right there. I mean, it, yeah, it's, and, and, I mean, roads are dirty things. They get covered in grease and muck and stuff and you know and then you, you talk about like stop and go traffic where they're gonna be covered up by cars and so you're like well where's the best place for these maybe well maybe if these were just you know in parking lots well that's a good idea yeah let's try with parking lots except for the fact that the idea of a parking lot is to be covered with cars cars right yeah which once again you're not generating electricity there either the, the problem the biggest problem i have with this is it's working on the wrong end of trans or personal transportation it shouldn't be worried about the road system which is already like a very simple system it paint asphalt that's all it is there's nothing more to it really i mean so why would you worry about that end of personal transportation why wouldn't you actually worry about the transportation itself like the vehicles themselves and get them to do like we're all in favor of technology here at board shenanigans we really truly are like we like innovation and we like forward thinking we don't like stupid con games and that's what really hacked me off with this it was brewer brought this to my attention and i read about it and i was like oh this is kind of dumb well then i started really researching it at this point the estimated amount of money that's been donated to this cause is somewhere in the 30 million dollar range a lot of that being taxpayer money on government programs so we're paying for this sort of bullshit like we're all paying for this sort of crap and these people have conned this so many people with flashy advertising and solar frickin' roadways YouTube videos to where they're going to spend money on this inefficient bullshit system that's not going to do anything ever. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, and, and just really just, I mean, just stop and think of the premise and like, how, how would it work? You know, like the idea of heating them to melt the, uh, melt the snow. Well, where is that energy coming from to heat these things? Presumably from these tiles. So then therefore they're not producing energy for the houses and other things that they're promising um because and, heat, you know heat, what? heat is wasted energy that's what like that's a very basic concept like heat is wasted energy yeah so so they're you know and then so it's going to melt the snow to uh so the roads will be clean but they were also talking about the fact that they're covered in snow while they're being melted so they're not producing any energy what do you think that's going to do to your tires well i mean presumably they're going to get just as hot as any road would in the middle of summer oh so, so you know yeah i guess that's a good point they're probably not going to crank it up to 80 degrees they're probably going to like crank it up to like 50 to, yeah, it's, it's just gonna be whatever it's gonna be to melt the day i mean it's just gonna be as hot as a summer day on any asphalt but i mean i, just, I guess maybe if you parked your car on top of it when it was doing that which that that's the other bad, thing but. is like how much energy is going to be produced during rush hour traffic like austin has terrible traffic and it moves slow and it's covered by cars what how yeah. would that work I, I mean, and I'm assuming they're talking about, like, oh, well, there'll be this thing, so it'll be transferring energy from one part of the country to the other, is what they're assuming, I'm guessing, you know, to but where it's needed the part more, of the country but... that it would be transferring it from would be fucking dark at points. I mean... Yeah. So, I mean, no matter what, you're going to still need something to do it to, to take up the slack at, at, at night, just with all solar power plants. You know, the other thing is, but Cody, it's going to look like Tron out there. It's going to look like freaking Tron, because there's going to be LEDs in the road, you know? Big fucking deal! Well, it... you're forgetting... How... So when you go outside in the sun, you try to look at your old LED watch. Yeah, or totally. you know, you know, think of the brightest LED you have. 
Now take it outside in the middle of the day. Right. Can you see that? And it's not like all kinds of technology hasn't gone into fluorescent paints to be reflective and shit. It's not like that's already pretty much perfected. Yeah. <laughs> because the only time you needed it is at night. And man, they came up with this really cool lens thing, this cat, cat eye lens thing, that seems to do a pretty good job at reflecting light, huh? It's it's just such a... It's such a stupid... It, the most... It's, it's not even... The thing that's hardest for me is, okay, at least somebody was thinking, fine, I'll give them that. Like, at least it's an idea. But then once you start, like, looking at all the holes in it, but the most infuriating part of it is you start looking at, like, how much money has been spent on this. Pretty, I think hell? I have a better solution. Instead of us putting the solar panels in the roadway, let's put them above the roadway. We're going to build canopies over the road instead, covering the, those with solar panels. Now watch this. Now, we don't have to worry about any special glass, just regular solar panels will work. They'd be, they'd be easier on maintenance, plus, it'll protect the road surface from getting fucked up by, like, by things. Um, it'll stop them from getting snowed on and rained on, so it's gonna decrease the wear on the road. You won't have to worry about cars having you be on top of them just to block the sun. Uh, you could put lights underneath them then to light the roadways if we need to. Gives you a place to hang signs and things. I mean, huh, isn't that a better idea maybe? I still, them, th- I still feel... Let's put and, them over our parking lot. And I, I know what you're doing, and I, I, I know that, but I know, as well as you know, that you feel with me the best way to do it is, why don't we just use nuclear energy? The most efficient thing that there is out there that we refuse to use. Yeah. Especially since, like, for instance, one of the more interesting notes is that, are you aware that coal power plants produce more radioactive waste than nuclear power plants? <laughs> because a lot of times in coal, there is, you know, very trace amounts of, of radioactive materials that aren't you know, an issue until the fact you aerosolize them and burn them in vast quantities all at once. Now, I mean, I guess, granted, it's going to get dispersed and put into the environment a lot more, and it's not going to be one big chunk of it, whereas, you know, with a nuclear power plant, it's going to be one big chunk of radiation all in one spot. But still, the, the you know... Bi- the biggest thing, that because, one, you see this, and, like, I, I just have to mention this to my wife in passing, and she's like, oh, that's kind of a good idea. And I was like, well, okay, it seems like a good see, idea. That, that, you... That's the, yeah, everyone, that's what everyone's, and that's the reason why I, we bring this up again, is like, no, let's think about all the concerns. Yeah, like, you can't just hear something and be, like... The, the best, for instance, that I have to explain, the, to compare this to, is, like, yes, I'm an electrician. Like, I, I think it's been covered ground on this fucking show. But that, that's that's a major thing that people bring up is, oh, hey, well, I can put a solar panel on my house, or I can do it with wind power on my house, and I can be off the grid. Not really. It's really not at that level of efficiency yet. And the problem... And, and one, realistically, being off... It, why would you want to go off the grid? Because with, with the solar panels on your house, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to produce all my own electricity and do it or you could go through all that rigmarole involved in getting set up to you know why don't you just sell that energy back to the grid you know, yeah, back to that, the power company because well, why I, would you want to be off of it instead you know where you're going to be because you one you're getting a one-to-one ratio on power produced to, to to money saved whereas with with a solar panel let's assume that you were gifted all the things that were required you were gifted the you know tesla just released this new uh battery system right. i don't know if you heard about that yeah i was this reading new, about it wall battery that's supposed to be great and awesome and relatively cheap compared to the but and you, and you got these all these solar panels and say say you live in the middle of the desert and you have no trees you're still going to be there's going to be a loss 
in converting that power to the batteries. Totally. There's going to be a loss in it being stored. Um, there's going to be just the decay on the batteries, you know, because we've all, we've all owned a, you know, a cell phone that, you know, after, you know, when you first have it, you're like, oh, great, this is awesome. And then, you know, two years from here, you're like, I'm having to charge this thing every day. Well, and that, that's the thing with, that's the thing that, like, just, I, I learned about it from, like, an actual at work standpoint was, like, one, there's a lot, it's a lot more, you can't just sell it back, straight back to the power company. There's a lot of hoopla involved, like there would be because it's any kind of government entity, but that's another thing for another time. The biggest problem with it is, is it's recommended that you change your solar panels, like the life cycle, the expected life cycle of them is about five years, but they ruin the roof that they're on. Like, they ruin your roof of your house, and you have to, and the approved maintenance of your house is you have to change your roof every ten years, so that means you have to take all the solar panels off, repair your roof, put your roof back, put all your solar panels on, so whatever money you did save is spent in that. It's not, it's it's one of those things that it's a good idea on small scales, but there's much better ideas out there and much more efficient ideas out there or a better way to utilize the ideas that are out there than it being presented. Solar energy to me is definitely one of those things that comes across as like a feel-good thing. It's presented as like, oh, it's natural and it's green and it doesn't hurt the environment and it's really a sales pitch, whereas yes, it has a place, it does, but its place is not nearly put, is not nearly as prevalent as it seems to be. I mean, there's still hydroelectric options that are better. Like we've said, nuclear options are better. Wind power's better. There's a lot of other better ways to do it. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess as far as all the renewable ones, like I guess with the with the exception of, of hydroelectric, I think it is the one that has the most potential solar panel power because it's definitely more predictable than wind. Um, it, it's it, it's a little bit easier to easier to set up and produces more than like geothermal. Um, and that weird tidal thing, I don't know if that's ever going to take off either. Um, or use like the w- action of the waves to drive shit. Yeah, I actually completely forgot about that one, but yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> everyone has. Um, I mean, I think it has the most potential to be useful as far as a, you know, completely, you know, no, no fuel required system of, of producing power, but I don't know. Like I said, it's, you know, it's, it's getting there. I, I mean, I could see within the next 30 years, we're going to get up to something like 40% efficiency from converting sol- sunlight to, to energy. Well, like, cause right now I think it's sitting at like an 8% or something. It's a very no, low. No, it's, it's better than that. It's, it's like, it's, the, the super experimental ones are up to like, oh, 25 or so. Oh, okay. But I think the average, yeah, the average ones are, I think, are sitting around 12-ish. I mean, 12, I know, I know, 15. I know it's a very low percentage, and it, it's, it, it's kind of on that same, which this is another thing that I, I'm not going to go crazy on, but it's, it's, this renewable energy, and they're, like I said, you're, you're completely right with the, why don't we put it in space? You're totally right with that. You really are. But, and then we could use. Way it, it gets sun all the time. There's no pest atmosphere in the way and <laughs> yeah and, and and then like man to maintain it if there was only some type of elevator system to move things back and forth i don't know just saying well you know with all that free energy it was gonna be creating right yeah completely but it's this this kind of thing is very much on that same that same notion of hybrid cars and electric cars and that kind of stuff where that's not really if you crunch the numbers as efficient as you think it is. Because, and I'll, I'll just minor divergence and then I'll swear I'll call fuck off. But 
like this is another thing to kind of look at before you buy that Prius or before crunch the numbers on it because passenger vehicles as far as your normal eco passenger vehicle like your normal little four-door eco car like that it's ever been they've never been more efficient than they are right now they're at the highest level of efficiency for gas mileage they've ever been now knowing that do you get the same value you get out of that electric car or that you get out of or that you get out of that hybrid car now i know tesla's way on the fucking cutting edge and they've got some super cool shit and oh my god i'm impressed with that suv they have i'm not gonna lie i think it's awesome but for the money spent just crunching numbers, do you get the same amount? And that kind of stuff, whenever you see these super-duper gonna-change-the-world fancy solar frickin' roadways videos and things are imperative to look at. It looks like a good idea, but put some fucking critical thinking into it, guys, because it's bullshit. And you have to, like, and whenever you smell a rat, you have to know it smells like shit. So don't buy in full force without knowing anything. Ah, yes, rat shit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's just, which, you know, there's so many things that, you know, with the solar roadways that we didn't cover, the fact that, you know, they can't be angled to the sun, there's you know, so many other, and I, I think you get the idea, you know, just, you know, what what's going on with this? You know, there's, there, there's just, there's, there's better places we could put, just simply the fact, there's just better places we can put solar panels. There's better places we can put our energy as far as getting energy. I mean, there's there's way better spots. There's way. Yeah. There's, I mean, a, a better way to think about it is like, what if we took the middle of you know, you know, the the middle of <laughs> the, the middle of the desert in Nevada and just put this, a big, huge, massive solar array there? That would be more efficient. Yeah, it completely would. I, it's and it's such a I don't know another problem. The biggest thing and we could have done that with all the money almost raised with this damn thing. Yeah, and that's that's what that's the hardest thing for me to get past. It's not that here's this kooky idea because you know Nazi Germany had the big bell that would like sh- like scare the Allies to death or whatever. I mean, funny ridiculous things are kind of fun until people give them just a shit ton of money and the gov and your government gives them a shit ton of money and then you realize wow people are fucking idiots yeah yeah I, I i don't even know i guess it's a good way to put it now 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 that we've, we're gonna let that go we're gonna let that settle because to talk go from talking about something that's terrible to something that's wonderful now i i know what you're thinking oh god cody's gonna talk about his penis again i'm not but i could <laughs> i could so i i saw literally one of the best movies i've ever seen in my entire life the other week it's uh we've talked about don hertzfeld on this on this show before with some of the stuff he's done now if that's the guy that re- rejected thing um where you know the premise is is that he was the cartoonist that got that went crazy and started making really st- stupid films for like the family learning channel um and then he's also the one that you know you so you're like my spoon is too big you know, that guy yeah we, 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 my we, anus is bleeding we, we've we've talked about we've talked about him before, and you know we generally we we like his stuff. Now it was he, probably really big when you were in high school. He did a movie in 2012 that won a fuck ton of awards, and I honestly hadn't I honestly hadn't even heard of it until it popped up on my Netflix. Like you'll probably like this, and so I watched it. It's called It's Such a Beautiful Day. And it's a three-part movie that follow that follows this this character that has like his you can tell he's going crazy and it, it's you know it's split into three distinct parts. It's has a lot of surrealistic stuff in it. I mean, it's very characteristic of his style. You know, where it'll incorporate it's stick figures and then it'll incorporate like three D images. It'll incorporate rotoscoping. It has a lot of really interesting interesting choices to get the point across. It's about an hour long. Now, 
I know a lot of times people talk about, oh, this is a great movie, and da 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 Like, and I know, I, I know I'm one of the worst, and y'all hear me do it all the time, like, oh, this is the best thing ever. I know I do that, and I, and I try, I try to not over-exaggerate. But occasionally, you see something, and you're like, you know what, this is a masterpiece. This is... This is this is pushes the medium beyond a little short film. This movie was so good it lit, it fucking hurt. I I I have not seen something that did like push me in this much of an emotional level on all emotional levels in a long long time. I really can't think of anything else. Um, it was so smart and so well done and so creative, and it it did what all good art does to where it it pushes its point so good it makes you uncomfortable and you're forced to think about it. I watched. I watched it and then I immediately watched it again so that I could digest digest it. Literally, it is the best hour I've spent on something in a long, long time. Uh, I watched it with I watched it with Madison, and we just were like mesmerized by how good it was because it really showed like any any emotion you could have was in it. It made it captured those emotions. You, I have never felt such empathy for a stick figure wearing a hat in my life. I didn't know you could. He, it was, it was, it was beautiful. It was perfect and beautiful, and I loved it. And if you get a chance, you should watch it. Everybody. I, I, I don't know that I can, like, rent it on Amazon, it's worth the $2. Watch it on Netflix, fucking find it on YouTube, it doesn't matter. You need to see this movie. It, it does everything well. There's nothing bad about it. It's a little weird and a little quirky at times, but I guarantee you, if you'll just let that be the presentation, like, settle in it, that is the status quo, it is very much worth it. So, I, I don't, I don't know what else to say about it other than you've gotta check it out. And the, the weird thing is, like, in, and whenever it was done, it was presented as a trilogy where you got like a 20 minute film, a 20 minute, 20 minute film. And I can see where that would work, but it being all tied together, I think really, really helps it. Um, I think it gets you the entire journey of the character. It, it, it really pushes you. And I, I really like it when I see something, whatever it is, whether I read a book or whatever I happen to be doing that, that really pushes you to that extreme of, man, that was an adventure. That was a ride. It, it's it's rare that something does that, but I, I don't know. It was almost like going to an art museum or something. I mean, it, it wasn't just my normal level of I enjoyed this. It was like, hit. it definitely hit me on a level that most things don't. So anyway, if y'all get a chance, it's such a beautiful day. Don Hertzfeld, y'all need to see it. Oh, yes. I, I will probably try to look that up just after, after this podcast right now. So that'll be my plan. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe next week I'll be able to give you a, a review of it myself. <laughs> This is a Board Shenanigans Podcast Update. I'm back once again with my less-than-perfect microphone to tell you that we will be discussing this film, Don Hertzfeld, It's Such a Beautiful Day, in next week's episode. In fact, we're going to discuss it at length. It'll be the primary topic of the episode. So, you have till then to watch it if you don't want it to be spoiled. And I highly suggest you do, because it is fantastic. Because I have seen it now, and I can't not talk about it. So... Go rent it on wherever you rent videos digitally, or, you know, I bet if you do some Googling, you can do it without paying anything. But do it. Do it. Unless you be spoiled. Well, and, I, and I hate, you know, I hate it whenever people are like, oh, man, this was the blah, blah, blah. I hate doing that because I always feel like I raise expectations. I don't think I can tell you enough good shit, and I don't want to give anything away. Just fucking watch it. So Okay, then. I'll watch it. I'll watch it hard. <laughs> uh, I'll get hard, and we'll, I'll watch it. 
<laughs> well, that's kind of sexy, man. Too sexy? You're too sexy for this podcast. Are you really going to do this? No, I, I, I okay. actually, like, for, for a moment I had some restraint and I decided, you know what, maybe I shouldn't say that so it doesn't turn into a creative song later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> bored shenanigans, you say it, it will be wrapped back at you. That's a very good way to put it, for sure. <laughs> that is, I believe our modus operandi on board shenanigans. <laughs> if you say it poorly, it will be wrapped back at you? Yeah. The, the stupider it is, the more deserving of rap lyrics it is. <laughs> oh. oh, man, that's funny. That's really <laughs> funny, actually. <laughs> Maybe the entire world should operate that way. <laughs> what if you say something real? Shame by rapping. So like Rap shaming. So there'd be like at least two albums of Solar Roadways then, right? I, I think so, right? Mm-hmm. I and I challenge the people out there make that into a an auto tuned rap who's it? I <laughs> uh, uh, think it's immediately uh just destroyed by the term who's it. But <laughs> I'm when I'm the emotion is trying to fill by it, yeah. Um <laughs> Oh, because there are no more words that give you street cred like who's it and what's it than that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of street cred we have around here. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, all, all the people are, you know, you know, bombing down the street, you know, with their homies and their low pants and their and their high hats. And uh, because the idea is to get the clothes as far away from your body as possible, but yet still wearing them. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's an amazing way to put it. I have to get like that's a great way to put it. Oh, it's definitely a yeah. it's a definitely a very like disconnected old man way to put it. But I kind of love it. They're trying to still wear clothes, but wear them as as far away on them as possible. Their shirts are pulled back. Their pants are pulled down. Their hats are pulled up. Hell, even the tongues of their shoes are sticking out, like they're ready at a moment's, moment's notice to run away. Well, I might need to go skinny dipping any second now. I must be prepared. How is it that, like, you get make fun of your entire life? Well, I don't know that I ever did, but you know, like, it's so much a taboo. Thing. Like, you don't wear socks with sandals, and now it's okay? Like, what happened? Like, I remember whenever that was, like, cause for ridicule, and now it's acceptable in rap videos. I mean, what did I miss? Uh, when did, when, was there a meeting? Are rappers wearing sandals? I was unaware of that. It's a thing I've seen a lot, like, down here, where you just, like... The- sandal wrappers? Yes, yeah, sandal wrappers, where they're like, oh, yeah, look at my thongs. I don't know. I don't know enough sandal terminal. Like, I got the Birkenstocks, what, what? That's the extent of my sandal knowledge. Um, Velcro. <laughs> my flippy floppies. Um, <laughs> so, I'm wearing my sandals like Jesus. I don't know. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I don't know what that is either. <laughs> Speaking of being in a hoodie, but you'll hear it in a rap later yeah, on. Probably. <laughs> Remember that moment of restraint I had? Don't worry, I won't disappoint. I'll lose it in a minute. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Would you like to say anything else weird while we're at it? No, I just was like, it's a thing I've seen. I guess it's like what the hip cats are doing or whatever. But because it's like definitely a trend I've seen. And I, I just, I thought that was like one of the most don't ever do that fashion faux pas ever. I mean, I don't know. Next, who knows what they're going to be doing? I, I, they're going to they're gonna be having one pant leg longer than the other. Wasn't that a thing for a while where you'd like roll one up and leave the other one down? It was if you lived in the world of uh, <laughs> Aspira. Oh, good. That's where I was thinking of that. God, wow. <laughs> what does that say about you? Whatever you think of a fashion trend from a video game and assume it was real life. Woo! <laughs> Didn't people ever do that? Well, they did in a mythical land inside of a PlayStation, Cody. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. 
<laughs> well, do you remember like remember like pants that would zip off into shorts? I actually liked those things. I really did. Well, see, you could see with that, you could obviously just unzip one side then and 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 live out the dreams of being a blitzball champion. See, but the best thing about the zip off pants was you could zip them like just zip half the middle and you get air on your knees. <laughs> so, oh yes, all that pesky of trying to wear your pants out so they have holes in the knees, or or like you know what? I've always wanted that fashion trend of having holes in my knees, but didn't want to spend the extra five hundred bucks for them. No, okay, like I know uh, I'll have them be modular. <laughs> I remember whatever I remember whatever I had these pants and I like it was always a pain in the ass if you unzipped them all the way because then you've got to carry around the the bottom half of your pants or like stuff them in a pocket and then that pocket's useless. So if you just unzipped them, then you got the airflow needed, but you didn't have to actually do anything with them. Oh no, I think that's just as bad, Cody, as as, as, as anything else we've mentioned. Mm. Just as bad as this episode. <laughs> <laughs> worst episode of Shenanigans ever, people are saying. Oh. No, they're saying second worst episode of Shenanigans ever, because we all know what the worst episode of Shenanigans was, and we won't bring it up. That's true. <laughs> this dialogue has been redacted. That joke, that joke didn't work! Boo! Why would you say that, Cody? That was terrible! Get off the cast! Boo! Which, speaking of, I'm going to be back in a second. I, well, while we're failing, I'm going to take an intermission. Okay, well, since Brewer's taking an intermission for a moment, I'm going, I'm going to take this opportunity to talk about a really, really good thing that Nicolas Cage did. Now I know you're like, what the fuck? What is this movie review cast? Not really intentionally. I just kind of happened to roll across a bunch, and this is this was one y'all need to know about. Not the level of the previous one good, but still pretty worth it. So there's this movie called Joe that has Nicolas Cage in it that might be the best use of Nicolas Cage I've ever seen in a movie, because as I've advocated multiple times on this show, I feel that him in a skeevy role as a less than desirable character is definitely his strength. And he does just that. I mean, he's probably a little more badass in this movie than he has any right to be, but all in all really really good movie um i kind of liked how they managed to just make it as dark as possible because i'm a sucker for that i love it when they just go for it i mean there's some really really fucked up shit that happens in this in this flick and they really really just push it um as far as like stuff with stuff with kids getting beaten and alcohol abuse and there's not really a straight up like good Paragon of Justice type character in it, but really, really, like, I, I can't really think of another movie with Nick Cage in it where I just thought he did this good of a job. And plus, the child actor in it was awesome, because as Brewers mentioned multiple times, and I think I've said, it seems like a child actor can make or break something, and whenever you have a good one, it's pretty phenomenal. So, this was really worth it, just from the fact that I, I think that everybody tried really hard, and... I actually felt pretty, I mean, I got pretty connected with it. Um, one thing that I, that I definitely enjoyed about it was that it managed to really immerse you in this world of just kind of lower socioeconomic people. I mean, it's, it's definitely, you kind of felt like that was the status quo and you never really, you never really felt like you sucked down to them. It's just like you're peering into a world that you may not necessarily be super familiar with, which I, I definitely saw some parallels with like where I grew up and that kind of thing and, and I, I appreciated it but man I just can't get over what like the acting in it and how good they did and like how well it was shot and it, it was it was definitely a really good flick so that's that's one y'all may want to check out it's just called Joe nothing fancy um other thing while uh Brewer is off doing what he's doing oh I hear him breathing maybe he's back 
I, uh, what? Yes, I'm back. What's happening? Oh, was that part of the show? Am I cutting that all out? What's happening? Oh, I just I just talked about like one of the movies. I just talked about that Nick Cage movie for a minute. So oh, cool. I'll just listen to it. Yeah, I just figured I just figured it was uh, <laughs> I figured it was worth it. Um, well, anywho, now that Cody's done, um, one thing I forgot to mention last week on the show because we were so racked for time because I was gearing up for the big week that I had this week that I can't talk to you about and and I'm having heart palpitations just mentioning but also thinking about man it's going to be a great memoir. What I forgot to mention was uh the the skeptic's guide to the universe. It was their 10th anniversary. They've been they've been podcasting for 10 years and haven't missed an episode a week ever. So that's pretty impressive. Wow, that is really impressive. Yeah, and uh, I know, and not only does they do that, he's also a doctor that he has to deal with all that. So who knows how he has the time. So he's a doctor of podcastian? Uh, yes, and also literally brain. The, <laughs> he's a neuroscientist, so so anywho, maybe that's why. He, he knows exactly, he knows some like brain hacks. <laughs> maybe he's hacked his own, maybe he's installed things in himself to make him better at everything. What they did was, to celebrate, was they did a 10-hour live stream with video so it was a video podcast a the vodcast yeah why not i like it sure yeah um that, that they streamed which sadly this was on the same day that 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 i had already planned for a land party so i only got about six of the of it so i'm gonna have to wait for them to release it in afterwards which to, to get what i missed but it was pretty amazing and i can tell you for sure that we'll do the same thing for our 10 year anniversary oh, absolutely right yeah yeah an entire, you know, thing of filled with all sorts of, you know, geekery and science and, and bitching about things and re- reviewing old movies and, and their newly reestablished Skeptilair, which uh, I might just have to send you a picture of so you can understand what that co- could possibly mean. One of the things that was brought up on there that I'm actually going to steal and talk to you about, and I don't know what else to tell, it, tell you guys about it other than, boy, it was great, maybe listen to their show. Um, and I, I, actually, one thing I will t- say about it is, the weirdest thing about it is, so I've been hearing these people talk for all this time, uh, and I occasionally seen pictures of them but basically all they are is a, a voice in my head right right or in my ears that goes into my head whatever i don't know maybe they don't exist but maybe it's a weird delusion i have maybe none of us exist and it's all just voices in your head it could be yes what does that say about us if we're all just voices in brewer's head and we don't exist we're all like collect collective of your consciousness mm. Mm, yeah i know it, it's a possibility what if i am some sort of strange person who is racked with with fear about my own about my own immortality but potential mortality that I have locked myself in the in a room somewhere, and I've been and I've been imagining the past forty years. Ooh. I know. Isn't that something to think about? Isn't that something to think about? Maybe you out there are someone racked with fear of your own mortality because you're immortal, and you're the one that's locked away, and you're imagining this conversation right now. Ooh. Or maybe. Or maybe you're an autistic child and you're staring into a snow globe, imagining everything. Yes. Rosebud. <laughs> Any more you want to slam it? And then it turns out that, in fact, podcast is people! <laughs> and Brewer's been dead the whole time, and he's, and I've been writing a book about podcasts, because <laughs> there's nothing more cinematic than that. Anywho, yes. Um, what was I getting at? Oh, yes. Um, so it was, there was this almost weird disconcertingness, like, hearing them talk and actually seeing them talk at the same time. Kind of like, I don't know if you ever, which I don't know how many times we're in a circumstance where this happens, but I don't know if you've ever heard, have you ever seen a video of you talking and it was not your voice talking? That's kind of like the, the feeling I got from watching it. Like, almost like, or maybe like the first time you've ever seen yourself on video and you're like, meh, you know, that's what I sound like in my mouth moving that way. Well, I know, I know 
was definitely like the first time I heard myself on the fucking show and I realized how much different my voice sounds coming out of here than it does out of my head. Yeah, but I mean, almost like the first time, like, like think back to that first time that's happened to you, like ever. And I, I don't know, like where you're on a family video or something. And it almost had that, yeah, it almost had that feel, like I almost had that feeling watching them, like something doesn't match here. And I mean, I don't know what I was picturing in my head them looking or sounding like, but maybe just because I'm so used to uh, not being able to place the two together. I don't know. It was, it was, it was, it was kind of weird. I almost might, I actually might email them and ask him about this. Is there a thing? Is this a thing? Do you know of this? Is this just something interesting for you to talk about on your show? Because we talked about it on ours. I've been listening for years and I didn't know what your face looked like. So were you like surprised by any, were any of them awfully more handsome than you thought? Um, like I said, I've seen a couple pictures every once in a while, but you know, it, it's also picture having the voice and the picture at the same time helps really, I guess, solidify who it is. A couple of them might look a little creepier than I thought. A couple of them actually might have looked cooler than I thought. One of them might have looked wiser than I thought. <laughs> Now you guess who. But yeah, it was, I don't know, it was this weird kind of dis- disconnect, I guess, that I, I don't know how to describe. Maybe like, I guess, if you were able to watch yourself on video, like, with helium or something like that, might be a good way to describe the, the difference. Other than bringing up the strangeness, I don't know what I'm trying to get in the content here, because I can't back this up with any other, more than just like, huh, isn't that weird? I don't know, Cody, are you weird like that sometimes? Well, I mean, I know like sometimes whenever you see, uh, you see like, I guess, radio hosts and you didn't know what they looked like or whatever, I mean, I, I guess a good, I guess the best thing I can, I can, and I don't know that we've actually talked about, have we talked about Garrison Keeler on this show or was that like off the air? I don't know if we've ever talked about him, Cody. Okay. He doesn't exist. He's a delusion of your mind. Okay, so uh, there's a really, he does Prairie Home Companion and he do, he's done this series of stories for years called Lake Wobegon that my dad loves. And it's like one of those things. Oh, I think we talked about this. It's like a thing that I've, I've grown, I grew up listening to and I, I mean, I just, I really enjoy it. I mean, they're, they're fun. They're just kind of like, they're very much in that vein of like a Christmas story or, uh, uh, like that kind of thing where it's a down home country style sort of thing. Anyway, but the guy that, the guy that reads him, his name's Garrison Keeler, and he's got one of those just amazing radio voices. And, uh, so he winds up, you know, you see him for the first time and it's just, it's, it's just one of those things where you're like, oh wow, that, that's not at all what I expected. I mean, not necessarily in a bad way, but it's just, it's just a really, it's a really interesting disconnect that you have with somebody whenever you, you hear them and you don't ever see, cause I didn't see him until, god, I don't know, I had to have been, I had to have been in like my 20s whenever I actually saw a picture of the guy for the first time and like made the connection of who he was, cause we all see and hear that stuff whenever we're kids and we don't really, you know, we don't really understand who they are or whatever until you act, until you actually physically see them i saw that yeah i definitely i definitely understand that disconnect thing but i can't imagine being on a podcast for 10 years and actually like being that consistent with it and whatnot i i guess getting back to my initial premise of, of, of the skeptics guide uh thing and and i guess kind of going along the lines with all those people um all, all those bitch. <laughs> yeah you are bitch cody <laughs> i threw a water bottle at my wife she threw it back at me <laughs> uh-huh, is that what they call it nowadays? I thought, see, back in my day it was called snowballing, but whatever. Anywho, I guess almost kind of in the lines of the of the weird people that are, like, overly green about shit and, and things. One thing that they talked about on there, which I never even heard of, was a concept, um... 
we, we've all heard of uh, anorexia nervosa, right? Or normally called just called anorexia or whatever. Well, and for, for some reason, if you don't understand that, that's where you obsessively, obsessively diet and, and are, are obsessed with the concept of being as thin as possible due to some sort of like body dysmorphism or something like that. And a lot of people are thinking that, that it's that people that would normally have it under control and, and not suffer from this are because of cultural trends and things are, are pushed over the edge with it and stuff like that. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about. There's apparently a not so accredited theory of another disorder that's similar. So it's kind of, you know, on the on on the edge of like, you know, well, is this is this real? Is this not real? But known as uh, orthorexia nervosa. Now, no, no, Cody, that's not people with foot fetishes. <laughs> um, so so no, it's not like oh, I have obsessed with eating people's toes. It's apparently people that are overly obsessed with eating correctly. To the point of like, oh, this has to be. In other words, like, oh no, it's got to be non, you know, non-gluten, green, grown, small crop, you know, pesticide-free food. And, so this, oh yes, it so must- this is obviously not a problem you suffer from since you can't even fake it. I, I can't even make up the terms. Yeah. No, it, it's people that shop at Whole Foods. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I'm telling you, it's all a scam. Whole Foods. That's a trap. So it's these people that apparently are just like, like, like I said, so consumed with having like an immaculate diet, just you know, like the the diet of the gods, and, and to into having you know, and also you know, like the latest fad diets and stuff like that, like oh well, you know, like that weird paleo diet shit and stuff like that, you know, things along those lines, and to the point of like where the you know a lot like anorexia or stuff like that, where it's even in the face of like, well, this is bullshit, like obviously you don't need to do this, or obviously this, they're like, no, no, but reasons, like a compulsion to eat that way. And and the reason why you know it's kind of like on on the edge of you know because it's you know not in the DSM yet uh, the 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 thing where all the mental diseases are put in the big the big book of mental diseases if you were it is because they're not sure how much of it is cultural only because they want to try to fit in how much of it is a mental disorder so and I just kind of found that fascinating because I was like no I never thought about that like are people that are so obsessed with this are they are they not just idiots is there actually some sort of weird brain thing that should I be less harsh on them I don't know and I just thought that was an interesting like is there a is there a reason behind this or are they just stupid hipsters and how much of it is like anorexia are they stupid hipsters that are just falling prey to something that they would have been able to deal with otherwise if it wasn't for the fact they're stupid hipsters you know that's actually like a really interesting concept of like is something that's so trendy and annoying a mental disorder i mean that definitely gives it a free pass and i mean i guess as far as mental disorders go it's probably you know better than anorexia or bulimia or something like that um you know, other than the fact that it's, other than the fact that it's because of it, it's it's forcing this weird, you know, thing on our culture of like, ah, oh, yes, this, and like, look, you have to like eat the thing that you know, was not, you know, grown by grown, <laughs> grown by virgin hands or something like that, <laughs> which I thought was just, I I found that interesting as a, and like I said, it is not yet considered true, and it's only it's only a theory, I guess is one way to put it, but part of me is it wrong that part of me kind of wishes it is a mental disorder just because I'm. Like fuck you guys! Look, there's your reasoning. I don't know. Like part of me would almost like to write off this whole weird organic uh, marketing aspect as a mental disorder off <laughs> because it'd be like, oh well, there's an extent, there's an excuse. Yeah, I, I th- and then you, and then we could you know maybe like force people to not do ads for all this kind of crap because then it'd be taken advantage of somebody. See, know. and like part of, part of me like really for, like for instance like Cece, I actually really pity her a little bit because of this because she actually has celiac. Because she actually actually has celiac. She's one of the five percent yeah, people that like, actually can't eat and, gluten. Like, she she can't eat gluten, and so, like, everywhere she goes, she's like, can I see the gluten-free menu? And then you always get that look. 
Like, I just don't know how she... I mean, I don't know how she has to deal with that. They should have a card, maybe? That look of, like... Oh, you're one of those who thinks that gluten's bad for you. Like, I cannot even imagine having to deal with that, because I would drive me fucking crazy. Yeah, or, I mean, or or the immediate's like, oh, yes, I could totally give it to you. I also, here's here's the pasteurized this list, and like, oh, did you hear the, the, the latest bad? Don't they suck? She's gonna get that all the time, like, two, I'm assuming, right? Like, oh, you totally want to play pool with us, right? <laughs> but not well. <laughs> I, I saw you over there getting the gluten-free beer. Yeah, that's 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 just like one of those things that I can't. Like, God, that have to suck. And then and then it's like you know the aren't solar freaking roadways so cool? Well, well, right, gluten-free solar roadways. I know, right, man. Well, then like then like you know there are those occasional things that I think have like a nugget of like okay maybe that's not the worst idea in the world, but then it gets so like trendy and convoluted and blah 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 where it's like there's never like I I guess like this is my solar freaking roadways for a second it's like in theory total theory like it's not doing any critical thinking at all the paleo thing kind of sounds reasonable it really kind of does and then you think about it for two seconds and you're like wait a minute this isn't even fucking close to logical or reasonable so yeah it works really great if you want to live to your 30 <laughs> right yeah totally <laughs> uh, but i mean i guess cody since you're a man who's apparently dieting nowadays how do you feel about this knowledge of, of overly correct eating this this orthorexia nervosa. Um, have you fallen prey to this? Now that you know about this, will you not fall prey to honestly, it? Honestly, like the most I guess I've ever really put into any of it is I'm a big fan of just like you know anything in moderation. I just feel like that's the most reasonable way to look at anything. And I mean, understand that certain things are like handful of chocolate and handful of grapes are not the same thing. I mean, it's just really really simple shit like that. But no, we're obviously shills for Monsanto, Cody. That we we've been caught in, a, in our act. That's right. Monsanto support, supports this podcast. I've worked for them for, for 40 years. I've also, don't forget, um, Immortal. Because I secretly don't eat Monsanto foods. <laughs> well, you know, that should have been... That's the conspiracy theory about that movie you talked about last week, right? It, it wasn't that she was struck by lightning and tachyons and bullshit. It was that she ate organic, right? <laughs> That that was it. It's that it was that that was definitely that was definitely what it was. Um but I, I think I think the uh key the key thing to remember is as we are apparently shills for Monsanto, is uh to, to is to remember that <laughs> I can't even do this, man. I can't even pretend to fake this shit because I hate this so much. Oh, I, I totally wish someone would call me a shill. That would, I, I think that's like a badge of honor in the skepticism is to be called a shill for something because that obviously means you've pissed off the right people. Which, which I guess speaking of diety things, it's kind of old news, but it's interesting. Are, are you aware of the uh, calorie restrictive diet? Are, do you know what that is? Uh, tell me about it, and I might. What it is? It's almost like you eat exactly like. To like to the decimal point, how many calories you're going to spend in the day? You eat that exact amount. Oh God, how frustrating! Yeah, so you're always and if you look at these people, that that it's incredibly hard to maintain, and they always look a little bit like they might have been a Jew in the forties, but not necessarily that bad. But you know, well, see, and that's like the most frustrating part about the like the BMI thing and trying to believe all of that stuff is because well, well, see, it's not for that reasoning though. What it is is there's been a lot of, like, trials for a while there, especially, like, in animal studies, where people that, if, if, with the calorie-restrictive diet, um, it, it, like, you would live, like, 20-30% longer. But I feel the level of, like, the quality of life is directly proportional to the length of the life added. 
you know, directly in proportional, I guess is the better way to put it. Because the pain and, dis and discomfort and, like, horror, you'd almost wish to not live longer. Well, I mean, but hasn't that study been done where it's, if you, you know, say you, ex you, know, you exercise that much, it only increases your life by, like, a very small percentage? Like, hasn't that been a study that was done? Yeah, some degree or so. I mean, there's, there's definitely, you know, exercising regularly, eating less and moving around more is definitely a, a plus. To, to, to quality and length of life but like this super like super like restrictive and like planned out and plotted and like bond villain-esque way of, of living yeah i can't i can't even imagine that nor would i want to even be, begin to try that like fuck that well yeah well apparently there's been some studies now that show that you know maybe it actually doesn't work it doesn't scale up to humans that well <laughs> and it's it's still on the fence but i'm just kind of imagining like someone hearing this and they're like what like, I've been for years. I, and I look like, I'm like, and then they immediately go out and, and like gorge themselves on, on everything they can find to make up for it. Like, raw hamburgers, just pour hamburgers into my mouth. Where's the beef? Rub it on my body. Somebody give me a second mouth. Which I guess apparently this is like the diet episode for some reason, but I know like on a, uh... One of the other shows I listen to, they have a couple guys on there that are like bodybuilders and like powerlifters and shit. And they, they like one guy. And like when they work out, it's like coming. It's like coming. They're it's like orgasm. It's like coming with a woman, which apparently this is my Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, <laughs> I was like, yeah, when I lift, it's like coming. Like I'm just constantly coming. But anyway, it's like these two guys, these two guys that are like powerlifters. And they, it's actually the guys that did the bigger, stronger. I hope our listeners know what that is because it's really weird. If yeah, they don't. it's it's fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like it's first, like when he was a, back when he used to be a bodybuilder. Yeah, there's this an awesome actor. sound clip of him talking about working out, and it's like having an orgasm. It's pretty amazing, actually. But um, <laughs> the uh, no, my Arnold Schwarzenegger was more like a Jeremy. <laughs> it was more like a Canadian gamer than it was, you know, you know, like gaming is like coming. Oh, I hope that's in the movie. <laughs> but like one of the one of the things in that in that that they talked about was because the guy, it's the uh, the Top guys the guys that did uh the bigger, stronger, faster movie. It's those two guys. But the one guy like set world records as far as powerlifting. But he was talking about whenever he was doing that, it wasn't. What it didn't matter what you ate. The whole point was you consumed calories, and it didn't give fucking matter because you were burning so many that it doesn't matter. So when you hear people say shit like that, it's like you know. I mean, does it does all of this that everybody like plans and plots so much really matter that much? Yeah, I, I think it's more just getting the right balance and mixture of what you're eating. You know, just get dad. You know. Try, eat, eat a wide variety of things is probably the best best diet advice. Eat a wide variety of things and maybe a tiny bit less than you would think about doing it. Or move around more. I mean, like, I know, I, I know I've gotten, like, I have one on my phone. I, I love fucking calorie counters. I love that. I'm big on those, but, I mean, that's, like, works for me. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a fucking dietitian nor am I a nutritionist. I just kind of listen to shit. Like, don't worry, most of the people on, that talk about it aren't Well, either. it's one of those things where I just look at it the way I look at everything else. Like, well, this seems logical. I should, I might try that. Well, I'll do some reading, and okay, that seems logical. I mean, that's all I do. You know, I mean, fucking, yeah, but you actually have a very valid point on that. Like, there's no, no degree, no anything required. Just spout off whatever you want. Because, you know, toxins are bad, Cody, and we should, like, get rid of toxins and toxins, you know? I, that, oh my god, that whole thing. Ugh. <laughs> 
Uh, don't you realize, Cody, that the, there are chemicals in things, and we shouldn't be eating chemicals? I, you know, I feel that 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 the food babe's been completely berated by everybody else in the world. I don't feel I need to. Right. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I... So, same thing with same thing with you know, with Doctor Oz and Doctor Phil and Doctor Strange Love, <laughs> all, all of them. <laughs> Doctor Feel Good. Uh, Doctor Octopus. Yeah. 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 I, I feel I don't need to make fun of any of those people either unless i have right to. yeah i mean it, it, that's that's a very valid point because they i mean just mentioning their names a joke at this point it, it is yeah which that was one thing which apparently we're not going to talk about it but i'm going to talk about it for a second did anybody did any is anybody surprised that dr oz has been discovered as a charlatan whenever he went by dr oz like i don't care if his last name's osgood or osborne or whatever like really oz pen like it's it's that's that's like bernie madoff level of like huh like pay no attention to the man behind the car. It's just anyway. You know, I, I yeah. And, and the worst part about it is, you know, he'll like say in one breath something true, and then like in, in the next breath something completely false. He, I guess the best way to put it, he's like the Ayn Rand of of doctors. <laughs> you know, You're never gonna let the Ayn Rand thing go, are you? Oh my <laughs> god, that's so funny. That's, that's almost how I see him. Like of the medical profession, he's like the like. Yeah, isn't that a great idea? Ooh. Yeah, isn't that a great idea? Ooh. Ooh, that's true. Ah. Yeah, I, I definitely. It's one of those that I, I see. And they both are also a sign that you have bad taste. Well, and it, the other the other thing that it kind of reminds me of a little bit is like somebody. Whenever you're, this is a thing that I've been seeing a lot lately on a lot of the stuff that I read, you know, because I'm kind of in that third party ish sort of politic thing. But it's a funny meme that's been going around where it's like capitalism's evil but buy my book and you know i'm yeah it's a lot of that level of shit yeah i mean you know I, come on she she took social security when she got old <laughs> just saying uh, uh, but anyway that's funny that's really funny actually I feel like I, I definitely, I guess I'll agree with you that I think you can poke holes in Ayn Rand, but I don't know that you can poke holes in, like, Murray Rothbard. I I, I kind of feel that way, but anywho, that's a different thing for a different time. Uh, you know, I almost posted on on, on, on a, a meme about her, the my old go-to joke. You know, whenever I see a post about Ayn Rand, I, I always run far away from it. I mean, I run all night and day. <laughs> You should have. Which that, that's, that's hilarious. I, I almost did, and I really almons did, and then I was like, oh man, I really should do this board shenanigans. Yeah, I, go I for didn't. it. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Just to see if anyone would have got it. Which I think, which I'm sure this has been figured out by now, but that's all all our online presence is. is it's just an amalgamation of of our opinions on things. Like, oh, you think this is funny? Oh, I think this is funny. Let's go for it. So, yeah. Indeed. So what do we have? What do we have left, Cody? What's, what's on the docket? What have we done this week, Cody? That we Oh, we haven't done a teaser yet, have we? We have not done a teaser. That's right. As, There's not been a as teaser. Promise, as promised last week and the week prior, and probably the week prior to that, um, teasers for... Upcoming Project Falcon. Now, I I don't know what Project Falcon is, but we're working on this on this secret project that we have yet to come up with a name for. <laughs> uh, that's true, because despite, despite what he says, it's going to be called Project Falcon. But I still have no knowledge of what Cody's talking about. I, I think he just got recently, you know, uh, a, a new model set where he's building a Millennium Falcon model to hang in his room. 
he he's getting he's getting into to classic car restore, restoration perhaps so 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 what do they, what do they need they need a teaser this week and uh we've we gave we gave them little 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 bit last week of a a key piece of equipment in it uh do, do we somebody in, should we, maybe should we give the name of somebody involved in helping us or or do you think that might be too much to give away now oh, if we could do that i don't know what you mean by that but we could do it that someone named someone named uh noah gee is there, helping us with that's this. it yes there is a uh... Uh, should we say that or should we save no, that for until we get closer it. All right, yeah, we'll say yeah. That's right. He is a uh, contributing invaluable. He's an invaluable contributor to this this particular project. I mean, yeah, so much so that we get to use his last name. I mean, I'm sure you've noticed that on most of these podcasts, the only people that have last names are someone really, really important. In other words, me and Cody. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if anybody else has made it there uh, to that to that I feel stage. Like Brent has, but then again, I don't. No, I don't see. I, don't, I think the only one that might have is Jarrett. Well, that's, but it might have also been a slip of the tongue. Well, I think that Jared has so that he can properly... And, and also we might have misspoken about Jared. <laughs> you know, the worst part about that joke is when people try to steal it from me and they don't do it right. Oh, that's a good point. And there's like no entendres, there's no doubles, there's no... I'm looking at you, Justin. <laughs> you don't just say two things back to back, you have to think it through. <laughs> Just two things back to back is just dialogue. <laughs> so yes, uh, Noah Gee, key contributor, key key figure in pro in this project. So uh, and it's uh, yes. it's coming along, Wait, we've it's coming along nicely, and we hope that you all enjoy it when it gets here. So uh, teasers aside, uh, Brewer, is there any th- no. anything? Uh, any wonderful words you need to leave our illustrious listening audience with this? I I feel there are, but I'm still just kind of afraid to tell them because I I the words they're very important from the things that happened in the last week. But I, I just I just can't get back to that uh, level yet. But but don't worry, in the future this episode I will talk about what happened this week, <laughs> and you will all be such enlightened that it will make up for for me not enlightening enlightening you now. So three cheers to enlightenment! <laughs> hip hip hooray! Amen. That's only two cheers. Well, like hip hip hooray. That's three. That's just one cheer. I I, I kind of assume that was one, and the amen might have been one. Uh, Hallelujah! Oy vey! <laughs> Fa la 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 There, good. Good God, what are you doing? Put that down. Try something with more protein. I always use bspodcast.us or facebook.com slash shenanigans or on our iTunes feed. Also, Stitcher. Now, why did I have my top off for this? But hopefully all of our illustrious listening audience will know that feeling as they, for many decades to come. I know that's certainly a thing that all of, all of you out there cannot wait to happen. A lot of you just are waiting waiting on that now. You're like, man, this has been the best year of my life. It sure helps me get through the humdrums of my day. And, and we hope that we're here to do that for nigh on until eternity. So, yes, I, uh, I, I, certainly, I certainly feel that way.